Hey, I'm Emily. And I'm Emily. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Coming Up Roses. Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to yet another episode of Coming Up Roses. I'm here today. I've got my canes. I've got my candy. And I'm also with Courtney. Wow, we love that alliteration. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, I'm joined today by Courtney again. She's been on the pod before. Her episode was great. She actually just did a blog post based on our podcast episode. Tell them about your blog. Yeah, um, I have a sort of life kind of fashion blog. And I just recapped a few of the... Um, main points that we said in the podcast episode from November. Um, it's courtandcouture.com if you're interested in reading about it. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> no, it was really cool. Um, Courtney has been blogging off and on throughout college and before that, right? Really since uh, middle school. Yes. It's been an <laughs> on and off um, passion project since I was like 12. So... Yeah, so uh, perfect timing. I thought um, I would have her back on the podcast because something that's been on my mind and kind of just like relevant in my life lately is really just learning how to love your friends and be a good friend during different seasons of life. Um, I, when I like hear the word like oh yeah, your friends, I kind of automatically go to that like, oh yeah, people who are also seniors in college graduating in May, just because that's like where I'm at in life. But I have friends who are not graduating this semester. I have friends who are, you know, have full-time jobs. They've been out of school for a little while. I have friends who aren't in college at all. So it definitely can be a challenge at times, like taking myself out of my own life and my own lifestyle. I also go to school really far from home. Um, I went the furthest of any of my high school friends. I'm a dance major. That's not very, you know, typical. And the big one too is, you know, loving your friend who, and being a good friend for a friend who's in a relationship when you're not, or when you're in a relationship and your friends aren't, or when your friends are engaged or married or have kids or are single and plan on being single for a long time. I just think it's really unique to take a look at how to be a good friend in those situations because I think we're so automatic to treat others like kind of how we want to be treated, but also like how our lifestyle makes sense if that fits. So I just wanted to chat about that um, because that's something that I've struggled with over this past year, just kind of, like, being in my own head about where I'm at and just, like, making some really big life decisions and reminding myself that not all my friends are also going through that, and I was reminded Mm -hmm. of that over winter break. Um, so I think my biggest first piece of advice is just showing up for them. I think I've talked about this with Emily on the podcast, but she just started a new full-time job, and... Yeah, and I was having a really hard time, like, just knowing how to support her, because I'm still in school, like, I don't want to work a corporate 9-to-5 job, that just sounds really, like, I don't know, horrible to me, (laughs) that's not, it's just not for me, and so my 
big thing was like, okay, well, how am I going to support Emily in this like full-time job? You know, what do I relate to her on? And honestly, it was just showing up for her. I texted her on her first day of work and was just like, oh my goodness, like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited for you. You know, I texted her after her first week of work. I, you know, try to check in on like how work is going. I try to stay interested. I, she, a lot of her work um, is in marketing stuff. She's talked about that before. So she will have like, and this goes for other Emily as well. You guys know other Emily. We have Emily, Emily, and Emily. Both of them work in like marketing type jobs. And so whenever their jobs require them to like post on social media or get engagement on Facebook or whatever it might be, I try to be part of that, even though I um, do not have the insurance they might be promoting. I don't live in Jeff City anymore. I'm not a veteran of, you know, a war or anything like Emily works in. So my big approach is just, okay, yeah, I'm going to like it, I'm going to repost it, I'm going to, you know, be a fan on Facebook or whatever. And that's just me showing support for whatever it is they're doing. Um, I think that goes for friends in all stages of life. Like, if you're still in school and you, or if you're out of school and your friends are still in school, just, like, you know, showing up for them before they have a test, showing up for them to any events they're having. Since I have friends who are younger than me in school, I try to like be involved in the things they're involved with since my level of extracurriculars is slowly winding down as I prepare to graduate. Um, my grand little in my sorority actually is on Panhellenic um, for the first time. And so I've tried to be really supportive of like the events and the initiatives they're doing because that's something important to her. It's, you know, in my past of my life, but, um, it's really important to her that just like me showing support, even though that's not my thing anymore. And I am very happy to be moved on from that. It's so cool for her, for me to be like, Oh, how's this going? Oh yeah. I'll come to this event. Oh yeah. I'll fill out this form for you guys. So do you have any thoughts on showing up for people? Yeah. I just think it's, I think it's important no matter what stage of the friendship, um, you're going through. I think it's, um, really important like a a part of that is just being consistent I feel like Mm -hmm. because if you've been showing up for people um like Emily said um just like before they're in this new um opportunity or just before they have this new position and you're still doing that I think that's really important with like friendships and um even if you don't understand really what you're showing up for like I have friends that are in completely different majors or just friends that play sports that I've never played and so I think still trying to be part of whatever like new sphere of life they're in Mm -hmm. shows that you're still committed to the friendship and um it can still really just like um make that friendship um more special and keep it growing And I think you hit really well on what's been so important in my life because like I was saying, you know, I'm a dance major. A lot of my dance major friends don't have friends outside of our program. I'm very fortunate to have really strong friendships outside of my program through my sorority, um, which I'm very thankful for and advocate for all the time. And like, it's not something to very easily relate to because I don't have normal classes, don't have homework usually. Um, but like I 
have just seen how special it is. Like Courtney was saying, when my friends show up to watch my shows, I've always had like friends come to my shows. My last show was online and people like watched virtually. So even though we're all in the same phase of life, it's just like, I'm in a very different sphere of life than they are. Like Mm -hmm. I'm in the arts, I'm going into a very like wacky job field. Um, and having people who just show up to my shows, ask about how things are going. Um, and it's, it's taught me how to reciprocate that because I can get Mm -hmm. very much like, this is my college experience. No one has a college experience outside of that, but yeah, I think also just like asking, like, how can I support you through this? Or like, what, what would you need from me as a friend or like, as a like mentor or just someone who, um, who's in your life, just asking, I think is important too, because something that Emily has said before is like, not everyone responds the way you think they will to like your acts of love or like your acts of just service or just how you want to like show your friendship. Mm -hmm. So especially with people in phases of life that you're not in, um, just asking what they would want you to try and do or Mm -hmm. just open your eyes to like new ways of um supporting them I think you bring up a really good point too like the friendships that I have in my life are that are long lasting have evolved with the different growth periods in our lives like my friends from high school who I'm like so fortunate to still have in my life like very close to me our friendships have evolved like I don't need the same things from Emily that I did when I was in high school Like, in high school, it was all, like, quality time, spending time every weekend together, after school on Fridays, like, hanging out, being in classes together. And now, since that, like, obviously can't happen, um, it's really just, like, encouragement for just whatever we're doing. Like, encouragement about relationships and school and now, you know, with her work and her apartment. Um, And even my friendships since I've been at college, like, with Courtney and some of my other friends, um, that has shifted as well. Like when I was a freshman, I definitely needed more like, like same thing, lots of time together, like lots of just hanging out lightheartedness. And now that I'm a senior, it's more like that quality conversation, words of affirmation, support for whatever I'm like working on and doing and dreaming about. So I think you touched on that really well. Like not everyone responds well, so it's good to continue to like check Mm -hmm. in with those people. Yeah. And I think that something, like, kind of segue in the conversation, I think when you have friends that are, for example, like, in relationships, um, they're not going to need everything that your friendship might have, like, um, given them before. Like, they might have that quality conversation with their, like, boyfriend or, like, significant other. And then, you know, it's just not always going to be the same type of, depth probably with the friendship Mm. or there's just going to be more people in and out of their life that at certain times will understand like that phase of life better like Mm. right now with like Emily auditioning for like dance companies and stuff like that I have no idea how to like relate with that or offer like I mean suggestions on like what to do or what to decide um but there's definitely people that are in that stage of life that she has around her that Mm -hmm. can have those conversations so I think just kind of like that perspective helps a lot too 
um, because you don't always have to be everything to your friends. Yeah. Especially when they're in, you know, a relationship that um, might be serious. It might be on its way to being serious. So kind of, I don't know if that's more of like on the topic of like boundaries, but just um, still supporting them, but being like cognizant that there are other ways they're also being supported. Maybe not through friendship, but through like a relationship. No, I think that's really good. Like, just kind of taking that step back and being like, I don't have to be everything for this person. Like, maybe I once was, like, the emotional support, the Mm -hmm. quality time, the everything. And, like, take some of that ownership off of yourself. Because, like, friendships take work. And friendships in different stages take a lot Mm -hmm. of work. Um, That does lead us really well into the next thing I kind of have been thinking about is, like, the comparison game when you have friends in different stages of life will absolutely kill you. Like the first thing I can think of is me with my little and my grand little, because we're, we're all very close in age. Um, they're only a year younger than me, but I'm graduating in May. They'll be graduating next year. And they joined my sorority later. And I caught myself very early on in our friendship because it's more of a friendship than like a big little relationship, I feel like, since we are all like within a year of each other. Um, I caught myself being like, oh yeah, well, when I was like a new member, we did this, this, and this, and this. And it makes them, I felt like I was making them kind of question their own experiences and questioning their own like opinions about things. Um, and also just, like, that wasn't building a foundational friendship. That was just me trying to relate to them but not doing it successfully. And even with me and my friends who didn't go away to college, my friends who stayed closer to home and were home a lot, when we first went away to college, I remember coming home on winter break and being honestly, like, full of myself that I'd gone to school in, like, the big city. And just being like, oh, yeah, well, when I'm at school, like, this is what it's like. And for my friends who lived at home and went to school and commuted or lived very close to home and didn't join a sorority or whatever it was, like, that probably wasn't very fun for them to hear about. And I wasn't being a good friend or being a supportive friend of whatever they were experiencing. Like, I wasn't supporting my littles and their new member experience, my little and my little. I wasn't supporting my friends in their unique college experience. I was just comparing myself because it's just the easiest thing to do, right? Like, it's right there. You're like, oh yeah, well, I did this. And it can be totally, like, when I came home from college on winter break, that was not a good-spirited uh, comparison. But oftentimes you're just trying to relate. And so, or if you're in a long-term relationship and your friend is in a newer relationship, being like, oh yeah, when we first started dating, you know, we did this and he did this and this was so amazing. And every situation is so unique. I think comparison feels very supportive because you're like yeah I've been through that too but there's way better ways to go about that and this is something that I have to constantly challenge myself on Mm -hmm. especially as someone who's a senior like literally graduating in a few months I do it especially to the poor freshmen who were in my senior piece (laughs) we it was a bunch of seniors and then two freshmen one junior as well and we just reminisced and talked about like our freshman year especially this year, they're not having what our freshman year looked like. They're not doing the huge group piece that was like wacky and crazy and we sewed our own costumes and 
we did all sorts of weird gigs. Like they don't have that same experience because there's a pandemic going on. So I'm sure me talking about it constantly made them feel like, oh, maybe my freshman year isn't fun. You know, what are your, what are your thoughts on the comparison? Yeah, I agree with all of that. I do think there's like a balance in sharing your like experiences or like, um, kind of like reflecting on quote like the glory days I do think that right now it's a little it is a little insensitive because there are a lot of for example like college freshmen that aren't getting that experience Mm -hmm. um but if there's ways to encourage them or just let them know like you know there it does get better like there are ways you can still like have a good time good experience um I feel like if there's some sort of like constructive encouragement or just um it's just not the intention of like comparing yourself or making your experience better I feel like it's still worth like sharing um I think it comes down to like oh my ankle I think it comes down to sharing like advice and emotions mm -hmm. rather than like straight up just like your experience yeah yeah that's kind of why I was getting to Mm. um that's a really good point yeah and because with like the relationship example I've never been in like a super like I've never been in like a long-term relationship and I feel like for someone who's like starting out in a relationship and and someone is a little further down the road you don't want to like belittle their experience or just Mm. like kind of put down those like smaller significant moments starting out um and so I think it's just being aware of like where that person's at and honestly how they might if you have a relationship with them how they might respond to something like that um or even just like gauging if they're curious about your experience in the first place yeah because they might not even care and then you're over here just like (laughs) telling all these stories and like when I was yeah a youngster so there's a lot of open-endedness with that topic I feel like Mm. um of like the whole comparison thing but I feel like you know on both sides of that coin whether you're the one talking about your experience you had or you're wishing you've had that experience it can be really tempting to compare yourself and your kind of stage of life and I think right now We're seeing a lot of that with, like, this whole graduation thing coming up because people get this whole skewed idea that they need to be in a relationship at this point or they need to be um, having a secure plan for, like, after graduation or just all this stuff. And and that comes from, like, comparison because Mm -hmm. we've been seeing the past few years people have that at this point in their life. Most people have you know have a job down the road if they've done you know undergrad degree or a lot of people get their ring by spring they get their engagement you know taken Mm -hmm. care of and they find their magical person which I'm not really sure that you know (laughs) um always is um you know something to have a goal for in college but for some people it is and it works out and that's awesome but the point is a lot of people expect these things to happen and I think right now with there being um more challenges on that i.e like the pandemic it's just like kind of unhealthy to compare yourself and expect 
you to have these like things secure when nothing is like secure right now um and also I mean this is kind of a tangent but if you're always in a place of like wishing for some other stage of life or like expecting or just waiting for the next like big goal to happen or just next phase of your relationship friendship you're just always going to be like waiting and you're not going to be like enjoying where you're at and that's really all life is and I don't know what coming of age movie this quote is from but it's like (laughs) life is a composed of nows forever is composed of nows is that fault in our stars that feels very fault in our stars but it's like so true if you really think about that and like not in a cliche way but the fact that all you have is like today and the choices you make today and that leads to tomorrow it's pretty overwhelming um but it's a good perspective to have and it's not saying that those stages of life won't like come because they will Mm -hmm. for the most part but it's just it's different in like the waiting I think it's a more like realistic today what am I doing not like today what am I going to wish for could happen tomorrow Mm mm-hmm And I think that what I was thinking about while you're talking about that is I think when you constantly are comparing yourself to the people around you who might feel further ahead than you in this like arbitrary society driven plan, you might be like, like, I think it just seeds bitterness towards that friendship in your mind. You're like, oh, they have something that I want. And the way to be a good friend is not obviously not to be bitter towards them and like to just genuinely have that mindset of support not jealousy and you know anger that you're not where they're at um I just think that like that's something that I struggled with um watching like you know other friends of mine in the dance program get opportunities that I wanted even now that's still really hard um and it just creates bitterness towards that friendship and I think part of that is really just like trusting in the plan for your life and not being like well, my idea of where I'm supposed to be is not happening. Like, what happened to my five-year plan? I saw a really funny tweet the other day that was, like, I had a date for a wedding on my calendar this weekend, and I spent, like, three days trying to figure out whose wedding I was about to miss, and it was my own from my five-year plan. And they'd put it on their calendar, like, as this, like, goal. No and way. They hadn't met that goal. They were not in a relationship, not engaged, oh, wow. to be married. And he was like, oh, my god like I can't believe I put that on my calendar but wow like we have this plan for our lives and it's never going to work out like you think it is and if it does more power to you uh God decided you had a good enough plan he didn't need to he didn't need to mess with it but that was a really good point you brought up about just like what comparison does to you as well yeah um and I do think I'm not perfect and there have been times in my life where I achieved something that I was really wanting to accomplish and I was proud of that and my intention is never ever to like discredit like someone's work or just kind of like brag but I feel like sometimes it is easy to like want to do that and um and it, I think that's where it goes back to, like, offering advice or offering ways that um, you can just share your experience getting to that point. Um, 
because there are going to be times in life where you're ahead of people in terms of like stages of life or you're just working on a totally different part of your life and and you feel like you're getting ahead and then they might not be in that same like pursuit of whatever it is Mm -hmm. um I'm not really sure where I was going with that but I just think if if we could all just be a little less braggadocious (laughs) about things you know because mm-hmm. with, like, social media, it's so easy to, like, hop on and, I mean, I still see people doing it to this day, and I don't love it, but you'll, like, for college example, like, post a screenshot of your, like, GPA or your classes, like, your transcript, and people like on either. <laughs> people on LinkedIn, you know, it's kind of the common courtesy to post your accomplishments and, like, brag LinkedIn. about yourself, and I hate to say it, but that's kind of how you put yourself out there in terms of, like, the business world I mean to some extent you need to be proud of what you've accomplished but you know every graduation season it rolls around and people are you know kind of just popping off about their accomplishments and and I'm proud you know like I think I think that's great to be proud but you just need to kind of like separate yourself from that I remember like you're working hard too you know don't compare yourself Mm -hmm. like you're gonna get to where they are it might not look exactly the same but you can still be just as proud um yeah but that's a very like niche example of like what I'm talking about but I think it I think it goes back to the what what's been on my mind lately which is a lot of my friends have a plan uh for when they graduate um, you have a plan, my other friends have, like, essentially jobs lined up, just, like, waiting for them, or, like, really amazing internships this semester, um, and I do not. I'm very much without any sort of plan, and my goal is to have a plan by March 1st, and that feels, I said this, I said that on the podcast, I hold myself accountable, y'all, March 1st is not happening, um, so it's just very hard sometimes for me to be like, yay, yeah, you, like, you know what you're doing, you know you're gonna get paid, I could be unemployed by May, you know, that's very, very hard for me, but, like, I, in the day-to-day scheme of things, like, people need, people just need, like, that support, they don't need my, like, boohoo sob story, dances so hard during a pandemic, like, we get it, we know it is, um, and I have a backup plan, I will not be unemployed, um, unless y'all want this podcast to go viral, uh, blow me up, (laughs) but, um everyone who's listening replay it like 10 more times <laughs> on like mute <laughs> like people did with that uh justin bieber song he was like oh. everyone play yummy and just like turn the audio off and just listen to it while you sleep like, or like just play it while you sleep but anyways um that's been really hard for me that's like been a huge challenge and my friends who already have really good paying jobs and like are paying off student loans and mm-hmm. you know can afford to like live the life they want and i just I I know I'll never have that. I've had to really, like, pray for my jealousy to, like, Mm -hmm. go away and pray for myself to just, like, continue to separate those two things in my life. Like, I can be a little anxious about the future. I can be, like, working towards something that might not pan out and still Mm -hmm. support my friends who are, like, killing it. Yeah. I think I have a good example of that. Um, So I'm in this new season of life where now I have friends who are getting married like close friends and and we're both we were high school friends um 
she goes to school in Springfield and she's in like nursing school. So right now, looking at the rest of 2021, our lives are kind of like branching out in different ways Mm -hmm. because I'm about to graduate in May. I'm moving to New York for an internship for the summer. I don't know where I'll be in the fall, depending on like how the internship goes, whatever. She just got engaged beginning of this month. She'll graduate nursing school in 2022. And by this fall, she'll be married, kind of settled down, putting down roots. And so looking at like the trajectory of our life right now, mm-hmm. it's going to be a challenge, but also exciting to figure out how we get to support each other when I'm moving halfway across the country, like away potentially, and she's staying right in our hometown married. So I think that's just, you know, it's funny because at this point in life, we're all starting to like pivot Mm -hmm. because everything has been so like laid out for you, like K through 12 education, if you go on to college, stuff like that. And so it's a really exciting time, I feel like, to learn how to like juggle relationships like that. And, And I've never had a friend get that serious in a relationship before. And so learning how to support not only her, but, like, be, like, a listening ear to someone who's, like, going to be married and stuff like that and mm-hmm. um, getting to be a part of that. So it's a little overwhelming, but I feel like, you know, it's also healthy to kind of have a little bit of, like, nerves about that because it's a new, like, era mm-hmm. of your life. But it is funny how we can still find, like, common you know, like, foundational aspects of our friendship that have, like, made it last so long. And I think that's also another key to, like, supporting your friends when they're in different stages of life is, like, doing the things you've always done together, like, going to hang out the same places you did or just, like, having those, like, important weekly conversations about, like, what's new in their life or, like, how are they doing or um, things like that. And so... I guess I can update in a few months or later this year on the <laughs> podcast if Emily will have me for a oh, third time of, course. of what it's like still being the single supportive friend with friends who are in relationships, married, and and beyond. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. That goes right into like the last thing that I've really been trying to put into practice is like having those spaces that are sacred to your friendship and like always will be. Um you know, Emily works now. I don't work. I'm very much in school, not financially independent. She is the most financially independent. And like, we still have those same hobbies we do together. Um, we still have the same activities we do together. All my high school friends, we have like those core few things we can all still relate on, um, and hang out and do together. And like keeping those sacred in terms of like, you know, not doing it in your college town, every single time when your friend doesn't go to school not doing your hometown every time when you don't live there anymore not bringing your husband or boyfriend or fiance along not bringing your kids along like there's just some things that I think are are really sacred in a relationship and quality time I think is becoming more important in my life as I as I age the ripe age of 22 but 22 and almost a half 22 and almost a half is right. I'll be almost, I'll be a half in May. Yes. I'll be half in March. <gasps> 22 and a half. <laughs> um, but, like, I try to be very, very 
And I talked about this before, I think in my episode with Toby, about how, like, our time together is very important, and I try not to include other people in that. And my time with my friends, I try not to, like, include him in that because those should be separate spheres of my life. Like, they can all be friends, you know. I'm friends with my friends' boyfriends usually, but, like, when we hang out, it's our time. And when they want to hang out with their significant other, I'm piecing out because that's not something we share in common. And it keeps things like you just said, foundational. Like, if you have those common ground things that you guys can share, um, because my high school friend group, we are all going in very different directions. We have two with full-time jobs. We got one who's going to be in PT school. We got one who's graduated and isn't sure what she's going to do yet. You got me, who knows what I'm going to do. And so we have those few things we can all, like, come together and be like, okay, yeah, we're all going to eat fondue tonight because we all like that. Um, and it's funny to try to heat up cheese in a fondue pot because it's not very, <laughs> not very good. Um, and we can just like talk about things that are common to everyone mm-hmm. um, and just kind of share. And so, yeah, um, I feel like in like summation, something that is very exciting, though, about friendship is like a lot of my friendships were just different. And, like, friendship is is really cool because you get to, like, celebrate differences and you're not always going to have people. The thing about college is, like, you know, you make friends with people in your similar major. You make friends with people who are in your organization, like, how we're, how Emily and I met in the same sorority. And, like, you just find that the circles you're in help you, you know, create friendships that you share a lot of similarities. But, like, outside of that and, quote, like, the real world, you're gonna have people that maybe only share the same like job as you like mm-hmm. you work at the same place but you have entirely different lives and so I think looking at the future it's really exciting to see how you can like celebrate those differences and still like be friends and and I know we're like so young talking about this <laughs> like it counts it sounds kind of silly but you know down the road like when your friend has a baby and you know you you might I might not even be like still dating yet or even like at that point but I think it's just cool because now we're like seeing how life is um a little unpredictable but at the same time it's still kind of this is kind of normal 20s stuff and mm-hmm. I know it's not as much normal and like these times with like getting married younger and people are now wanting to wait till they're older and stuff like that but it is kind of exciting navigating 20s um but 20s there's only so much I know at this point yeah <laughs> too <laughs> well we're like two years deep into our 20s I just think at the end of the day this is like a variation of the golden rule but like how would you want to be, like, supported? Like, how would you want your friends to support you? Like, maybe reach out to your friends, like, and ask, how can I be supporting you right now? Or just, like, take kind of, like, an inventory of, like, you and, like, where you're at. And you might be in college like us, like, in your last semester. Or, like, entering a new relationship where it's exciting and this person could be the one. But it's, like, maybe just think about how you can be supporting others and, like really how you feel like you need support I think it just like boils down to that and then 
because um, there's no right or wrong way to like support your friends and you're also not going to be close with like your friends all the time mm. I think friendship can be very like seasonal and not in a bad way and you know if it's like a true friendship you can go a few months without talking and then talk like it's been like a few days since you'd seen them mm-hmm. so that's about all I have to offer that's really good from my my wisdom <laughs> my bank of wisdom <laughs> and knowledge breath of knowledge <laughs> well this is something that's really been like on my mind as I'm very reflective this semester. I, oh, I same. Think about. I cried the other day before my Zoom class started because I was just like so. Just thinking about graduation and my roommate was sitting across from me, looking at me like I was crazy, because it just it was the most it was like two o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm like getting nostalgic because I'm about to start a Zoom class. It's weird. Anyway, that was. <laughs> random (laughs) no it's so true like I've been very I had my last faculty audition um for the dance program which was crazy because there's just been so many um and so I think it's something that's been really on my mind and something I've really been challenging myself in is you know I've kind of been sticking with the people who have you know the same lifestyle as me and I'm not the best friend to people that don't like I don't often check in on my friends who are not in the last semester of college and also how I can take some of the pressure off myself to be this like same friend I've been since high school like how my friendship needs to evolve so thanks Courtney for hopping on the pod again you're welcome lots of fun don't forget to check out her blog post um it's a summation of the episode we did together after my birthday when we had both recently turned 22 um so you can go take a listen to that came out in November so just scroll back wherever you listen to podcasts check out courtney's blog and i will see you guys whenever and wherever well i don't ever see you you just listen to me (laughs) and i think about you all (laughs) we'll catch you next time bye guys bye